Hello, friends. Uncle Marv here with another episode of the IT Business Podcast, the show where we try to help each other, that is, IT professionals, managed service providers, and even computer repair shops, how to do our businesses better, smarter, and faster. We are continuing our summer series with ConnectWise, where we are talking to the emerging vendors that are part of the Pitch It program. And as per usual, I have with me the man of summer, Sean, the rubber ducky lardo. Sean, how are you? Fantastic. Oh. Fantastic, Marvin. Uncle Marv, um, or whatever we want to call you today. That was I, a little I, boxing thing. Did you, did you watch the Rocky Marathon this weekend? Well, why wouldn't I? I need to be motivated <laughs> to have this call with you. I got That's how I do my training regimen. I see. And I've listened to that. I've listened to I Tiger enough. I feel like I can catch chickens as well. It's important. You need to do that training montage in number four. Oh God! In the snow. <laughs> in the snow. Oh my God! Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm good. I, no, I'm, no, I'm fine. I, I'll need that. <laughs> All right. Well, Sean, we are uh, coming close to the end of we this, are. and I know you've got a, a ways to go before November, and there's some things coming up. But how do you feel? This is uh, part stage one is almost done. Goodness. It, uh, yeah. It's it's exciting. It's been it's been a great journey this year. It's been. You know, last year I took over Pitch It last year and learned and redefined and and, and found some and found some footing behind it. But like this year has been, I can say it's been better in its own way because last year was great. It really was. But this year is is really nice because we got some we have some repeats from last year. Not only repeats that are contestants, but also repeats that people that judged and really couldn't get enough of me and had to come back for more um, as a competitor too. So it's exciting. We've had more traction. We've had more attention this year than we've had. Uh, and, and going into the year, we've now had from just last year's class, we've had three acquisitions take place that competed in last year. So there's a lot of acknowledgement to that too. So no, it's fun. It's busy. Um, I'm ready for the regular, the, I'm regular for the regular season to be over. I'm okay. ready for that. I'm all right. That. Well, I'm sure people are, ex- are all excited. You know, that connect wise money is looking good. So for people that are just tuning in, maybe for the first time to, to hear this vendor, why don't you explain to our listeners, what is pitch it? And what's the deal with all this money? Sure. That's a great question. That's a great question. So Pitch It, uh, simply put, is a Shark Tank-like competition that's been sponsored for, from ConnectWise for the last five years. Uh, the goal behind it is to find vendors that are startup and emerging technologies that are complementary to the ecosystem of ConnectWise. And most importantly, are, are very much supportive in the mission of the MSPs themselves. Okay. Without doubt, that has to come first. Now, Right. As you were mentioning, we're talking about money and competition and whatnot. The first thing coming up for these guys, there's 26 vendors involved and they are competing. They they will be doing their preliminaries at the end of August. Uh, And you're going to ask me eventually about the channel program. And I'll I'll even say I'll tell you the dates now because you're going to ask me. So I'm just going to beat you to the punch. Go ahead. So they will be doing the preliminary competition at the end of August on the dates of the 24th, the 29th and the 31st. You nailed it. Right. I'm on point today. So. What this is all about for them, and this is the first attempt for victory. If they if they become one of the three finalists, they win free first. They win free boot space at IT Nation Connect. Second, it puts them in place to compete live on stage on November eighth at IT Nation Connect in Orlando, and they are be they will be competing for the grand prize of seventy thousand dollars. For second place, thirty thousand. 
or Marv, Marvin, your favorite third place, which you'll be providing is? A personalized, hand-picked selection of dollar store set of steak knives. Yes. Yes, exactly, which is probably the best prize I could really think of. I'd rather have that than the other two, to be honest. It's going to be fantastic. That's like keepsake. You put that on the wall and stuff, you know, like a samurai sword and stuff. But anyway. Find a signature uh, series. That's what we're doing. (laughs) A signature signature series, yes. So, yeah, so that's what this is all about. And, you know, again, the reality for them all, though, is time is ticking. We got one month till the preliminaries happen. So I'm excited to see what happens. Well, let's, uh, speaking of ticking, let's uh, move the clock along, and why don't you introduce today's vendor? Absolutely. So, uh, as I mentioned, you know, we had a, we've had repeats of people from contestants to come back and be contestants again this year. The people that judged it and loved it so much that had to come back and be a contestant, like, begged me to be part of the competition. Um, you know, very, he's a very good friend of mine in this, in the, in this space, and I'm going to start with bringing on first uh, Hackware's channel chief, Juan Fernandez. I won. Unmute yourself so you can say hi and people can hear you because it's a podcast, no video. Sorry. Okay. That'll work. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> hey, Juan. Thanks for getting on, getting off your mute. Anyway, now bringing on the more professional of the two that's always prepped and actually brought it. We can't see it on video. We, we have no video here, but she's doing it outside with like our whole boom setup going on. So it's pretty dope. I'm kind of jealous right now. Um, but the founder and really the brains behind everything. And hopefully she unmutes before she comes on, but I'm going to bring on Tiffany Ricks now from Hackware. Hello, Tiffany. Hi, Sean. Thank you for having me. Really excited to be here. And yes, if you hear dogs in the background, I'm on my patio, but I'm really excited to share all the great things we're doing at Hackware. Awesome. Yep. I am, I'm excited to watch you talk more than one. So, um, <laughs> So, yeah, I'm I'm bowing out now, Marvin. All right. Thank you. I, I was trying to give you a little leeway, you know, to do so gracefully. So now I'll just have to exit you stage left. Thank you very Fine. much for the introduction and we'll move on. Fine. Bye all. <laughs> all right. Juan, <laughs> Tiffany, hello and welcome. Nice to meet you. It's great. Hi, Marvin. To- I mean, hi, Marv. Really excited to be here. Okay. Uh, so I know that you guys are returning, but there's obviously going to be some people that may not have heard of you, didn't participate last year. So why don't we start off with what is Hackware? Absolutely. Um, Hackware is really solving the tedious task with educating their end users on how to identify phishing and how to get out of harm's way. This is important. And we really started this because it was a brain problem. It was a brain child of my own from an MSP that I had. We wanted to show our customers that their users were vulnerable to phishing. It took a lot of time to understand what phishing simulations we should use, what time to send it, who should we target. And so I wanted to automate this task and make it easy to uh, test these end users. Um, so just really quick, it's a 100% automated phishing simulation and security awareness training platform to reduce uh, the time that it takes to, to train users on how to get out of uh, uh, harm's way. So, yeah, we're really focused on strengthening that human element. All right. So this sounds a little different than what most of us are used to. We're used to getting on the programs that will send videos out, you know, after a certain period of time, training them afterwards. You have artificial intelligence built in. So what's the difference there? Yeah, we're a generative AI platform. And the key thing is what we're trying to do is let the data help us provide prescriptive 
fishing simulations. So what the platform does, just like me, I'm a certified, I was a certified ethical hacker. And so what I would do is look at what are the trends? How are cyber criminals really trying to target end users? And so that's what the platform does. It will mine and find phishing attacks that are really being used in real phishing uh, uh, endeavors. And then the next thing is trying to understand who is most likely a vulnerable target in these phishing um, attacks. And so it will use insights. We integrate with Microsoft 365 and um, other email platforms to try to understand when is the when is this person most active in their email? Do they use social media? It'll do a dark web scan to try to understand have they been a part of a breach before? And then it will take those two insights, phishing insights, user vulnerability, and it will craft a phishing simulation that is targeted to that user. So this is different from the other great platforms that are out there that require you to create that content, spend the time um, building those campaigns. It's great for those who have the time, but from my experience, many companies and partners don't have the time to do this effectively. And so what we're seeing is everybody's getting the same phishing campaign at the same time. And we're not teaching people how to identify phishing, but we're teaching people how to identify test, company test. And so that still keeps them vulnerable. And then the other thing which you alluded to, Mar, was the video content. So with other platforms, because it is manual, you have to send one, everyone's getting one video a month. It could be a long, boring video, and it's really not teaching people on how to correct their risky behavior. Again, our platform, if they fail a phishing simulation, is going to automatically send them a three-minute ellipse video on what they potentially need to learn to uh, get better. It has quick quizzing. And then we have compliance-based lesson plans, but it's all automation. We're trying to make sure that our platform is working for our partners, which again, helps them mitigate risk for their customer organizations. So one of the things that I looked at in terms of the reporting, because I think that's Mm -hmm. probably one of the areas that, you know, we just will, you know, we'll schedule the campaign, we'll let users click, and then we'll send a report. And it's always just simply based on pass-fail. Sure. But it looks like you guys have something that kind of not goes beyond that and talks about the user behavior. Can you describe how that is actually presented in a report format? Great question, Marv. So what we're trying to do, and we're evolving, we're trying to, um, you know, make this this these insights uh, better and better over time. But initially, what we're trying to do is identify what are the top six risky behaviors this user has that can make them susceptible to phishing? That's one thing. And then we're trying to help the partner to communicate to the business leader in a language that they care about, which is dollar and cents. And so we have an impact report, uh, impact cost. If, if your organization goes down, these are the six risky behaviors. This is the cost uh, that your organization could lose. And now we're having a conversation around uh, the business and can they sustain a impact like that? And then we can go into this is what we can do to mitigate your uh, reduce these risky behaviors, reduce the the overall company score and uh, impact score going down. So what we're trying to do is we have the standard ones where we're looking at training completion rates, fishing completion rates, failure rates, pass rates, but we're trying to make it a bigger, evolved conversation around. Well, let's get down to the root cause. What are these risky behaviors? What if you don't change it? What are, what's the cost going to uh, 
be to your organization. All right. Now, Juan, you, you've been around a little bit. You were an MSP as well, and, and you you talk to a lot of us. And uh, this sounds a little bit different. There's going to have to be a little, you know, reworking of our brains. So how are you, you know, working with MSPs to get them to see these changes that need to be made? Yeah, no, I love that. You know, and thanks, Mar, for that. You know, when I look at it through the lens of the managed services provider, I look at it from two different ways, right? I look for what I call value equations and ways that I, two things, one of them, how can I make money and how can I generate additional value for a customer? And that's one of the things, you know, that I looked at, you know, I, I realized and I'm helping Tiffany create here at Hackware is new ways to create value. Obviously, you know, from a dollars and cents perspective, it makes, you know, the margins are there, right? They're, they're, they're better than other providers and they're definitely more uh, consumable in, in terms of, you know, your intake as far as your cost and then also what you can sell to your customer. Number two, one of the other things I think that is important is, you know, is again, back to like the reporting like you picked up on, there is a huge amount of value and there's a couple of ways to measure value to MSPs, right? It's, it's in terms of time, money, and then customer perceived value and customer realized value. And when you look at all those things, we focused a lot on okay, how much time does it take to implement this? Like we don't have a long, you know, cycle of, you know, doing a demo, like you can get the value really quick. The automation on the internal side, which you know, as well as I do, Marvin, when we're out doing work for customers, there's this huge sunk cost of spending time on building out a specific vendor's offering. Well, since the AI automatically gets to market, as soon as you um, upload uh, your contact list or sync it with Microsoft, it automatically starts sending phishing awareness training to your customers, right? So you don't have to like go in and do all these other things. So this adds money back to the partner's pocket, but it also creates that unique go-to-market value with the consumer where now I have this ability to just go, right? And so when we look at all those things added together, it becomes a, a much more valuable equation, not only for them internally, but then now with the reporting and then the new ways of doing things like the one secret thing that we do that's probably no one else is doing and, and I'm really proud of is, you know, the direct email injection where we're actually testing on the actual abilities for people to spot phishing scams, even including account takeover, which is not something that others do. And so when you add all those things together, that's where I think the conversation changes because now I have a lower cost of uh, to going to market. I have a higher revenue opportunity. I can create additional value internally and externally. And then of course I can bring a new value to my customer and consumer and some of our strategic relationships, even like the integration with Aptiga and ConnectWise is I'm saving time and time is money in managed services. And that's a big thing. And so when we look at ways to make moves to provide that additional value to MSPs, again, me being one for so many years, like I was the, probably one of the hardest vendors to do business or MSPs to do business with, like I, you have to have thought about that if you're talking to me, right? I, yeah. I, if you haven't figured out how you're going to, I'm going to make money with your product, you're probably not talking to me, right? And so I, I, I take that approach with us internally so that when we're having conversations, like all that due diligence is done. And so that's one of the things that I bring to the table here. And I'm really proud to be able to have, you know, uh, work with Tiffany and team and to really create really effective, meaningful ways for everyone to make money. And then, of course, the simple thing, right, the, the easiest checkbox is, the, you know, the step one of, of the controls is, you know, cybersecurity education. Again, back to the integrations that we're doing, we're actually helping them solve the cybersecurity problem by trying to move 
into that space, but, you know, also then use that for, you know, decreasing insurance premiums because you actually, we, we are validating ourselves through other third parties that, you know, you know, other GRC platforms that they can, you know, present to their customers as proof of operational right. efficiency. So yeah, it's a, it's a different role, but it's still fun and uh, still very relative. And I, I really enjoy it more. All right. Well, let me ask this last question and it's kind of uh it's one that I think you're going to get asked if you are out at the conferences and stuff, you know, as a new emerging vendor, there are other companies that have been around for quite some time, have been doing this, and they're going to ask, what makes you stand out and why should I go with you as opposed to somebody that's been established and stuff? We do get that asked a lot. Off. And I will tell you, uh, you know, one of the fun things and the, the, the really creative ways is, is really the, uh, the, way we're, the way that Tiffany has built this program the way the AI functions within the operational components of the the program. You know, I, I haven't done it officially out at events and challenged an MSP, like to, you know, see if you can pass the test. But one of the, the interesting things is that when people implement our program into their stack, it gets past the IT folks in the org and they immediately start, you know, calling the help desk and they're like, Hey guys, we got a breach. Something's happened. Like, you know, <laughs> and it's really interesting to see that it's really hard to spot are simulations and then they click it or let's say they've gone through or they just call it in and they don't click it it's really difficult and that's where i think uh there's a real big advantage there because it's something they haven't seen before and as it people when you haven't seen something before you respond in a couple different ways either you love it and you get attracted to it or you you hate to love it right and you're like oh man i can't believe i got caught on that but at the end of the day, that's where I think, uh, and we see a lot of MSPs, you know, we say, hey, just try it, take a look at it. And that's where a lot of them have seen it. And they're like, this is different. And it's completely different. It's so much easier for us to get in place and to get going. So the lift is so much lighter and, and the margins are there. And so a lot of them have left some of those big customers you're talking about, or those companies to come to us for that reason. So Tiffany, anything you want to add on that? You're on mute though just summarize um, the three things that I see that makes us different. Again, technology-wise, which one eloquent, eloquently communicated was the, the generative AI capabilities of our platform. Um, the other key thing is if you have a compliance driver, we make it super easy to, de to deploy out security awareness training to meet those needs. And now that we have these integrations, you can easily verify and show that we we actually have the evidence to show that all, everyone's doing everything. And the last key pillar of what makes us different from all of our competitors in this space is we have a best-in-class partner support uh, program, which we're walking you through from the beginning to when you meet us at the event, or then we take you to the demo. Now we're going to walk you through how you can be successful with us with a community-based program. We have also uh, direct uh, opportunities. And so we really are proud of uh, how we're trying to support our partners with the product, the compliance pieces, and the uh, support. All right. Well, guys, you sound like you've got a great thing going. Uh, can't believe I haven't run into you. Well, Ron, I've run into you, but we haven't had the sit down to talk about Hackware. Uh, Tiffany, nice to meet you and look forward to seeing you in Orlando at IT Nation. And uh, yeah, you'll see us on the stage. Listen, I hope you guys get first or second <laughs> because I don't know if I don't know if I'm allowed to get 
two sets of steak knives if you get third. So oh. <laughs> we'll have to figure that out. Uh, but thank you guys for coming on, and uh, we'll see you down the road. Thanks for having us, Mark. Thank you for having us. All right, folks. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the IT Business Podcast. Uh, we've got more Pitch It and more podcasts coming up. Check us out then. We'll see you soon. Holla.